You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Cash. And I'm Jake. And we are here to do some Vikings. The episodes... Good luck. Oh, man. I think it's 14 and 15. I had IMDb pulled up, and it is 14 and 15. In the uncertain hour before the morning, quite possibly one of the worst titles I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) And then All His Angels, which got an astounding 9.8 off of the old IMDb. Yes, yes. Um, obviously, we're doing two episodes in one podcast because of the holidays. Yeah, Christmas happened, and I set a schedule. I forgot it. Put it all on me. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. I mean, <laughs> it just it's too hectic around the holidays. So, but either way, we talked about this before. If there were two episodes that needed to be combined and spoke about, it was these two. It's these. I mean, it's definitely a setup and then punchline. Yeah, you know. So, and there. I mean, if it was just a solo episode on last week, it was viable to just be three hours of you and me talking about how great Ragnar is by himself. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. be thankful. But, so, we really only have two major plot lines. Yes. That's the lack of the story and the Ragnar story. Okay. And I think we just go ahead and chop off Lagatha. Let's just knock out the Lagatha side. All right. So... I was super looking forward to this scene where Oslog was, of course, bringing the sword out to give to Lagertha. Looking beautiful as ever, as always. Once again, Oslog is crushing it this year with look-wise. Yes. So, anyway, it it comes to fruition. She throws the sword at Lagertha's feet after saying, there's no way I could fight you. I no. would lose. And I loved how like she just knew it. And yeah. it was okay with it. And in a way, though, I thought she was being, other than throwing the sword at her feet, I thought she was pretty... Is as graceful as a takeover that could ever happen. Right. Pretty graceful. Mm-hmm. You know, her people aren't having a fit. You know, she's coming on out. And all she asks for is safe passage. And she, there will be no retribution. Yeah. And she's, she's not going to gather her people and come back. Nothing. And, I mean, and she's given this big speech about her parents, which I had completely forgotten about. And her grandparents being the gods and everything. You know, we were talking a little bit before it. And... I was like, oh, maybe Lagatha needs to calm down and just make sure she gets her safe passage. Yeah, she might get smited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not bring up smite. Um, But yeah, I just... I gotta admit, and this has never happened very often with Lagatha and I, but slightly disappointed that Lagatha puts the arrow in her back. Well, I mean, you know, Lagatha, she's like, okay, I can do all of this. You know, she tells everyone apart. You know, it's like the Red Sea goes... Aslog starts walking away. We're like, okay, I'm excited. You know, we're about to get this Aslog, you know, journey. Like she's going to go on her Bjorn journey, you know, start up her own thing. I'm excited to see what happens. And then all of a sudden, right through the heart in the back. Yeah. I was, I don't know. And Aslog smiles. It was like, she knew it. It It was like, it's what she wanted. Like she won because she gave the speech, you know, no, like you said, no retribution, no anything gracefully. And then she's dead. And well, I, I'd gotten to kind of starting to think about it too. And Ivar's brothers, Ube and Sikard, even yeah. say it like she didn't love us, she only loves Ivar. Yeah. And when she thought Ivar was dead, and of course Ragnar as well, I think she was done. You know, she did, she handled it gracefully and stuff like that. But I think when she died, I think she kind of smiled because she's about to see Ivar again. I'm going to see Ivar. You know, I'm okay with that. That that was the only thing I was okay with. I hate the fact that Lagertha did it 
because well, I was looking forward to kind of an Alice Log journey. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like we, I was telling you before the show, as soon as the arrow went through it, I thought it was some random lackey. I didn't think Lagatha did it, and then as soon as it showed the camera on like Lagatha still having like her arm out because she had just released the arrow, I was like, "You cold-hearted bitch! Yeah, <laughs> you spiteful woman!" Yeah, and I mean, I knew uh, that she took over. Scorn. Yeah, you know uh, what was like the woman's rage. Yeah, um, no hell hath no fury. Like a woman scorned. Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I don't know, man. Maybe less mad at Lagertha, more disappointed that I won't get kind of an Auslog story. But it's probably for the best because, I mean. You got to start trimming some characters at some point. And Aslog was one of the weaker characters whenever she did get a lot of screen time. Yeah, I agree. But I would have liked to have seen her on her own, you know. In some of her past. I really would have. You know, because like the Harbar, stuff like that, you know, that never kind of came to pass or came back. Thank God. I I couldn't handle seeing Harbar again. Yeah, I didn't want to, but I'm just like, I figured there was more to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was just decisions made after a season. They were like, all right, yeah, maybe that's kind of some loose ends, but let's just cut it off. Because now we got Ube and Sitkar and Ivar and... Well, I mean, speaking of Ube and Sitkar, I mean, we have the this slave chick whose name I can never remember. The fact Kill that she's... her ASAP. That she's able to go back to Lagatha's home, release them, and then be like, hey guys, uh, you might need to rush to Kattegat. I don't know. This is a poor, yeah, like, go-between... Because I don't want to see her anymore. No, like I mean, the only reason she should have been there was just so Ube could have chopped her head off on the way out, and like we were knowing, okay, just Ube means kill business. the messenger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, three hundred. Don't kill the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, the one thing this did lead to though was the fact that Ube is a badass. Look, I don't know if I've ever been more excited about how quickly somebody shot up to exciting than I have with Ube on this show. Yeah, I mean, we were. Because, I mean, he breaks through those doors, and Lagatha's like, okay, let's see what this kid's made of. And, like, he just runs the gauntlet. I yeah. mean, he's knocking <laughs> shoulders or shields back, yeah. swinging swords and axes out of the way, throwing weapons. And I'm like, yes. Like, I'm texting you, like, your boy's stepping up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was extremely happy to see Ube be strong. He's been my favorite brother of the non-Bjorn brothers. Yeah. You know? But, God, I hope they cut Sitgart in half soon. Look, I mean, if he's not dead by the end of this next episode, I, I don't know what he's still doing on the show. Yeah, I'm hoping that he kind of gets a little, um, you know, whiny about, you know... Having to go. Avenging yeah. uh, Ragnar. You know, Ragnar and stuff. That Ivar's like, fuck this guy. Just yeah. hacks him to pieces. You're dead. Yeah. But, I mean, we already, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But Ivar really doesn't have any Fs to give about Sitgart. No. And so, I mean, I think it's leaning, hopefully, towards that. Matter of fact, maybe Ivar just stumbles across him and Old Slave Girl again if she <laughs> accidentally tells him or brings up the fact that Ivar can't satisfy a woman. And Ivar's like, yes, <laughs> I can just run these through two and put them on a pike together. <laughs> two birds, one spike. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, hopefully that's the case. Yes. Um, but that's kind of the lack of the story. I mean, she lets Ube go yeah. and Sigurd go. Um, Which I think was the right decision. Yeah. She sends, what's her name? Um, Astrid. Astrid to talk to him to just basically say, hey, chill the fuck out. And look, I mean, I've already compared her again to the uh, girl from Skyrim, like the leader of the uh, 
Assassin's Guild, she pulls it off again. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I hate to compare it, but I mean, she was terrifying. I was like, if you touch a hair on Lytha's head, I'll kill you both. And yeah, was, but we've both seen her in the field fight, and she almost got taken out. Without Lagertha's help, she'd be look, dead Ola. I, I'm still in love with her, so I'm just going to wipe that from my memory. Yeah, I think Ube would just dissolve her. Um, <sighs> yeah, the new Ube, yeah. I, I will have to agree with you. <laughs> Even one-eyed Ube yeah. in this scene would take her out. Um, but yeah, I, I'm happy to see Ube is strong and Sitgard's just piling on the reasons why i hope he does i mean I, I think there's a lot of hope with an ivar and uh ube team up like it almost feels like we were talking a little bit about it like to me ube's almost being pushed into a rollo like ultimate fighter kind of like the unstoppable warrior yeah like a right hand man mm-hmm. type of thing because ivar doesn't have any friends no so the only thing he has is possibly a blood relationship with ube so it's like that is eh. true you know, maybe that's the only, you know, and Ivar's going to have to start having friends of some kind. Or building followers. Good enough know? relationships to where, like right. you said, people are going to want to follow him. Right. And the fact that Ragnar tells him, be ruthless. You know what I mean? So maybe he won't have friends. Maybe he'll rule with an iron fist, you know, but. I mean, supposedly he becomes greater than Ragnar, you know, in all the lore and the history and everything. So I'm excited to see. Yet to be seen. How we'll they see. do it. Yeah, Absolutely. But anyway, let's move on to what's fantastic about this show and that I'm going to sadly, sadly, sadly miss. Oh. Possibly. Yeah. Um, But it's it's Ragnar and Eckbert talking to each other. Well, I mean, first, you know, we get Ragnar and Ivar at the gates. And he convinces the guy to let him in. He's like, King's not here. King will want to see me. Like, don't worry. You know, it's Ragnar being himself. (laughs) He'd appreciate a message because he's going to want to talk to me. Taking, Taking care of well. Yeah. And uh, they get in. The guy's like, okay, whatever. Let him in. And here comes your boy, Aethelwolf. Sprinty like he's going. So excited. Sprinty for the world record or something. (laughs) Do you know who that is? I was like, uh uh-oh. Susan! (laughs) With glee. (laughs) Like a running Superman punch. Knocks him and then just, (laughs) wha-bam, wha-bam. Yeah, so he just... (laughs) <laughs> laughingly smiley watches his men just beat the shit out of Ragnar while Ivar hangs over a horse's ass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they put him in a cage though. And they put him in one of those cages that we always hear about in literature where it's, it's not tall enough to stand in and it's not wide enough to just, really sit comfortably. Yeah. In. So it's like, this is a torture cage. It's and awful. Didn't think those things existed, but yeah, <laughs> that, that looks like the, it's like the crow's nest. You know, they always talk about putting mm-hmm. criminals in the crow's nest. So, but yeah, it doesn't touch the floor. It hangs off the floor. You know what I mean? You Just can't, absolutely brutal. Yeah. It, it's horrible. But it is cool. We finally get Eckbert comes in and he's super pissed. The, it seems like he's super, super angry with Aethelwolf about absolutely. What, how they've treated him. Like throughout this, you know, I think it was like a 30 minute scene almost. It's a long one. You see how much genuine love and respect Egbert has for Ragnar. Yep. And you almost feel like Ragnar has it for Egbert. But then, like, as it goes on, you you just never know what Ragnar's thinking. Like, I mean, I've never pinned down exactly how he's feeling about him. You know, if it's genuine or if he's just kind of playing him like he's playing everybody. Yeah. And the thing is, is Egbert is super strong, too. Yeah. 
and super manipulating. So it's like, I I believe what Eckbert's doing and what he's saying about how much he respects and cares about Ragnar and doesn't want to be the one. Oh, I believe everything Eckbert's saying to Ragnar is the truth. No, I think it is too. But I also think he's smart enough to know, like, you can't go too far because you'll make yourself weak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like he's almost blinded for some reason. Somewhat. Yeah, I agree. But the Ragnar stuff, it, you you think he's he's saying stuff and he's being normal Ragnar. Yeah. It's fantastic. Until you hear him tell Ivar, not Elon. Yeah. Well, Eckbert. I don't want to jump to that yet. Just I know, because, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Based on the conversations they're having. Yeah. yeah like that. Because I'm as they're sitting there talking, you know... You know, they're getting drunk. You know, Ragnar starts feasting and everything. Yeah. Eckbert's giving his speech of like, now look, I know we started off on the wrong foot and you know, Aethel Wolf killed all your men. And I'm sure you're smart enough to know that it was done under my word. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, let's just kind of push all that to the side. It wasn't beneficial for both of us, but yeah. it had I'm to apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm apologizing without really caring that I did it. I was just like, okay, yeah. Eckbert. Yeah, it's good faith. You mm-hmm. know, it was like, and it was... For a future benefit, and he's like, "So you killed all my men for my benefit." Yeah. <laughs> we, we've been through this. I apologize. Yeah, yeah <laughs> let's exactly. build on this. And yeah, I love it. I love their banter. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic, and especially at first when it's so there's so much tension yeah. between the two, and then when he unlocks the cage. Yeah, and I mean, like before they even unlock the cage, there's some of the shots in this scene, like oh, the yeah. camera. Going through the cage to show Eckbert on the other end. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, just like going through like one of the single frames, I'm like, how are you thinking of this? It's beautiful. And just like the whole hall, like, it's dark and like it's lit by candles. And yeah. Oh, my. And he has all his men kind of like way back. Mm -hmm. Like, they can have almost private conversations, but his guards are way away from him. Yeah. But yeah, we get like, we get a couple scenes of, is Ivar okay? Show Mm -hmm. me. And he promises to treat Ivar with great, you know, respect. Takes him away, though. Then we get another scene where Magnus, Magnus. comes in. And boy, does Magnus look nothing like I expected. Not at all. Uh, he's very blonde and very meek yes. looking. Um, very, like, prim. I'll, I'll cherish this day for the rest of my life. I'll never forget you, Dad. And he's like, well, funny you should say that. because You are an actual miracle. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you and me talked a little bit about before this because I was convinced that him and uh, Quintrith Quintrith actually had sex. That she did more than just pee on him. I thought for sure they had sex. I knew she pissed on yeah. him. I knew that was a fact, but I thought for sure. I mean, I thought there was at least seven pumps. Like, I mean, I, I know it wasn't a quick or long scene or anything, but I was convinced like he had, they had sex and it was his child. Yeah, I thought it was it was because I mean, it was borderline rape. Yeah, because she kind of like jumps him. Yeah, no, like she raped him, and he like lays there and just is like, uh, <laughs> you know, and she grinds on him yeah. pretty good, and then pisses on him. But I thought for sure she had an orgasm and peed on him afterwards. So I don't know what the hell's going on here. So like we were kind of talking about it, and it was like maybe he did it to protect Magnus. Yeah, give him less value. Mm-hmm. You know, not being Ragnar's son. Um, which 
<laughs> inevitably ends up happening because Aethelwith <laughs> just throws his ass to the wolves. It gives um, threatens the slit his throat and everything. I was yeah. like, Aethelwolf, calm and down. Throws the knife at him that he's going to slice his throat with. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to need this, son. Yeah, and it's just like, dear God. Yeah, this is uh it's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. How he's treated, but um, but I was kind of happy too. Yeah, I'm ex- Do you think we ever see Magnus again? Yes, probably. Um, maybe only to see a bear like finishing <laughs> off his carcass. But yeah, I don't. Okay, and then I'll just go ahead. Do you think Magnus is Ragnar's son? I mean, I guess at this point, like, it doesn't really matter because there's no way to prove it. I thought they had sex. Yeah. Like, and I if mean, he's not, then who is the father? Because we see Quinthorpe had sex with Aethelwolf. It's clearly not Aethelwolf. So yeah. That's the only one. It's got to be Ragnar's. I don't know. Unless Quintus was like with the random Vikings one of those nights. I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of it being anybody else remember. really. And the thing is, she was made She made such a big deal about it being Ragnar's baby and like protecting him. Mm-hmm. They made a huge deal. Of, the whole show made a huge deal of the fact that it was Ragnar's baby and protecting him. And that's why I found it a little odd that Egbert gave up on it so easily. He's like, ah, I always had a feeling it wasn't yours. Yeah, I don't know. I just It was weird. Very strange. But... uh then we also get to meet Alfred. Alfred. Our boy. And I didn't know what to expect of his look. I, I didn't get a very Athelstan, like, actual, like, I could see Athelstan in him. Now, I mean, I know you're choosing, like, a kid actor from a completely different, but, like, it didn't seem like he was Athelstan's son. Yeah. I mean, I they gave him the robes and, like, everything to kind of look like him, but. Yeah, he had the kind of long brown mm. hair and stuff, but I don't know. I, it's fine, I guess. I just was expecting something different, I guess. I don't know why. Because we loved Athelstan so much. And like we just wanted to be able to see him through the kid. At least I know I did. And why was it so surprising when Ragnar said he knew that it was Athelstan's child? Yeah, yeah right well, off the bat. Because what's her name? What's her name? The new queen. I, um, I don't remember her name. God, what's her name? Anyway, well, she's like blown away that he knows it's yeah. Athelstan's child. Like he, he would know right... Like, this is somebody who loved him like unconditionally. Yeah, like, I, if there's any hint of Athelstan, Ragnar's going to sniff it out. Yeah, I don't understand why this was such a surprise. And I thought everybody knew. Yeah, and he knew and whatever. But uh, Ragnar wasn't over in Europe at the time, so I mean, yeah, maybe I guess, that's but... why it was such a shock. Like, how does he know that Athelstan even had a child? I don't know that he knew he had a child, but he knew Athelstan yeah. was sleeping with her though. So I don't know. Anyway, who cares? It was still cool to see them meet, to give each other a hug. And just to see how much Ragnar just immediately cared for the kid. Yeah. Like, it was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's weird. I'm surprised to- nothing was even said to Ivar. Like, oh. do whatever you wish with Eckbert and everybody in this kingdom. But Alfred. Yeah. I, I was really wanting him to say something about, you know, make sure Alfred's okay. Protect yeah. Alfred. Like, like I, I love seeing Ivar and Alfred playing chess. Like playing chess. Because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like these two are going to go at it, I think. Like in mind games. Yeah. You know? But they obviously like each other. They enjoy each other's company, it seems like. And I mean, when Alfred gave him the chess piece at the end, I was like, okay. And we've never seen Ivar like emotional you know what i'm saying like this like but, with a friend yeah but i mean he truly care i mean he takes it make sure it makes it all the way back to Kattegat. yeah because i initially thought he was going to look at it and just kind of drop it or crumble it yeah. in his hand when he shows at the end but mm-hmm. no 
He, I mean, this is something he actually cares about. And maybe this is one of the friendships that you're talking about that he's got to learn how to make and maintain and everything. Yeah. And does Alfred really have like a, a huge attachment to Eckbert or any of these people? Maybe mom, of course. Yeah, but I mean, we never even seen because remember he went with the Pope. Like I mean, they Egbert made him go on that. Yeah, he went on a uh, whatever, well, I, don't, I don't know if it a was journey, actually, yeah. but you know. So, so I mean, I don't know how attached he is really to everybody. I'm just wondering if Alfred could become a guiding light, like Athelstan did for Ragnar. I think so. I think it's possible. Um, uh, I think it's definitely in play. But I, like I said, I'm gonna need Alfred to go ahead and get older and a new actor put in. Well, on this show, that doesn't take much. Yeah, right? I know. <laughs> I know. Well, within um, four episodes, you know, we we could have gone seven years. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, we've seen with Bjorn. Yes, it only takes a season, and you're <laughs> 15 years older. Um, but anyway, I like that. Yeah, I like Ivar and Alfred. I like that relationship in the future. I, so, I really do. I'm excited to see where that takes us. I'm actually excited to see where a lot of the, I guess, youth movement that we're moving on to for. I'm excited to see how they pa- continue passing the torch and everything and who gets what. All right, so what do you think about this plot line? What do you think about the fact that Ragnar has come here to die? I think it's very fitting, especially by the time he's talking to the blind man on the carriage. And I don't want to necessarily jump to that there, but I think it makes sense. But why do you think he decided to come here to die? Because he wanted to make sure that he was I mean, it's guaranteed he's going to die. Yeah. He knows it. Even he, before they land, he knows he's going to die. Because he's become such a... I don't... What's... Is it the, like the zealot that like doesn't care about religion anymore? I mean, I know that there's... A, like agnostic means you're, you're not religious, but isn't there like a word... That means like you've kind of given up. Um, no, but, I don't. I don't. Think I mean, he's become so agnostic that he wants to prove to himself that the seers and the gods and Odin's, you know, when he's talking to Egbert, yeah. that they're not in control of his life. That he wants to make sure that he dies on his terms. And you know, even Egbert's talking to, when they're talking to each other. It's like you Vikings are just so enthralled with death. You know, that's all yeah. you think about. You don't think about everything before it. And Ragnar doesn't. I mean, we see his body's broken down. As soon as Egbert lets him out of the cage, you know, we're like, okay. You know, he's cracking all of his bones, you know. He's yeah, and then falls on his face. Up, and then, <laughs> bam, just yeah. flat on his face. And it, I mean, I was laughing at it. It was great. But then it was like, he's got nothing left. Like, I mean, he doesn't even. No, I, I, at no point did I think and Ragnar so, like, was going to fight. That's why I think, because no one was going to kill him back in Kattegat. Nah. He gave him all the opportunity. You know, now I'm looking back at it, I'm thinking if anyone would have picked up that sword, he would have tried to block one or two things and then let that thing take him out. Probably so. And so he knew it wasn't going to happen there. And so he had to make his way here. And he wanted to make sure it happened here so all the Vikings would come over and seek revenge. He wanted revenge on Eckbert for him murdering all the people that they had made an agreement on because he truly just wanted to be a farmer and farm. And I think that's why he made sure he came back over. Yeah, I don't know. It's like... They say a couple things in the episode, you know. Ivar talking to Ube and Sitgar. Mm-hmm. And he's like, father's dead. Before he even mm-hmm. finds out that mother's dead. Yeah. Sitgar calls him a fool because Ragnar cannot die. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like he's like, no, father's dead. And they're like, well, what happened? You know, or do we need to blame? He's like, it doesn't matter why A.O. killed him. Eckbert handed him over. We're going for Eckbert. Right. But I'm just saying, I don't know. I was just a little... It's going to take me a little while, I think, to understand the idea of why Ragnar decided. I, I agree with you. I like the effect that he wants to die on his own terms mm-hmm. and have nothing to do with either gods. Um, because especially you talked about when he's riding with the back yeah. in, the, in, the, you know, in the cage and he's telling him, you didn't do this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I chose this path. I sailed over here. Yeah. I did this. And, you know, yeah. and then the seer comes up and I was like, oh. Yeah, you know this is a pa- this is new. You know, I don't know if it was just something that he was hallucinating, or you know, it was just one of those. Yeah, tri- I think it's just kind of a it's it's a conversation you're having in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, because and, the seer, you know, the blind man's like, I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he's not hearing it. So, but I mean, like he's having that conversation, and the seer's like, "Well, you believe it, so it's true to you." And that's one of the things like I love, like just almost in life. Is like as long as you believe it and it's true to you, yeah. you know what else does it matter? And Ragnar's made himself believe this, and the seers like I've uh, walked with n- n- the nearest dead men that's possible, and right. I've felt the wrath of the gods and stuff. But I could have been wrong. And yeah, then, he said I could be wrong. Yeah, and then Ragnar's entire thing changes. Wait, what? What'd you say? It is like back to the. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I we're obviously we're about to get there. Yeah, you know, and talk about his death and stuff. But with what Sitgart said, with this path that they're doing, mm-hmm. where they're kind of putting Ragnar. I mean, it's almost obvious they're putting him in a Jesus Christ like path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He willingly walked to his death. You know what I mean? For the betterment of his people. Right. And and how he sees it. Didn't want Ivar to, to do anything to stop it. You know what I mean? He uh, Okay, but was it a little weird to you that uh he gave Egbert like Kattegat's location? Like I mean how, first off, like how is Ragnar able to explain to him where Kattegat is on a map and stuff? Because like they didn't really have coordinates and everything, you know, he's falling with the but they do have the maps, though. I guess. And matter of fact, that Eckbert's going to have way better maps than even Ragnar has. Yeah, but I mean, to me, it was like Ragnar never saw the maps of Kattegat or anything. So yeah, the fact that he's able to point... I know it's minute and everything, but it was just something I was like... <laughs> and then it's like, do you really want to give Eckbert your location like of your, <laughs> of your I, home and just expect him not to wipe out Kattegat? But we've never seen Eckbert to have boats, even. Like, to even have, like, an armada True. of any kind. So, I'm not sure he's necessarily afraid of that. That's fair. They're not raiders. They are... So, I mean, there's really no defenders, reason for them. Yeah. You know? They're living inside their walls and everything. So, like right. you said, he might not have an armada or a navy or anything. And, and obviously, Eckbert's kingdom's pretty far from the, even the coastline. Yeah. You know, it's pretty good ways in. So, I'm not... That makes I would, sense. I'm not too concerned with that necessarily. No, I, I like that you pointed that out to me and everything. Because, I mean, I was just like, man, that seems like a pretty dangerous play. Well, now, if it was the French, yeah. who we've seen have boats, but they have Rolo. Yeah. Rolo knows exactly where they are. <laughs> I mean, he's like, yeah, guys, we... If you want to do this, we could do this. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I don't know. I was just like I was saying, I, 
I feel like they've put Ragnar in a. In so a you Jesus. think? So you think he's still alive? It's not necessarily that I think he's still alive, but I have a feeling that there's going to be some. And then he rose again. Okay. What was it? Three days later or something yeah. like that. Type of thing because we saw Athelstan. Mm-hmm. Remember, and he was having like the dreams of Athelstan coming and washing his feet and all that type of stuff. Okay. So I think his struggles with his religion and whatever, you know, he wants to do or believe. Yeah. You know, it's almost like he's in a purgatory and someone's going to decide it's not your time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that type of thing. Like you don't belong here and you don't belong here. So you belong there. Yeah. Like we're still seeing who's going to take him. Like, is he going to go to heaven or is he going to go to Valhalla? Right. And, and or is it going to be nothing like yeah. he thinks it is? But I'm saying is, you know, you just showed it to me, the history tribute to Ragnar and stuff like that. This history channel doing it. Yeah. Now, it could be the biggest Rickroll ever, and they're just fooling with us, and he gets to come back, and it's just a, like, Ragnar doesn't get what he wants, which is his death on his terms. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, that'd be the biggest slap in the face. Like, that would be a great thing for him, though. Like, he doesn't die the way he wanted like he the way planned yeah. on dying and, you yeah. know that's the best way for the gods to prove that they're real is like oh no you think you can die on your own terms yeah. that's cute yeah because i don't know man i just i really yeah. think the fact that they put him in a hole all right well hold on let's let's keep climbing all that stuff it. all right yeah we'll get to it anyway but like on the way like i mean we even skipped ahead a little bit like uh, the blind man I, I thought it was a great shout out to the seer and everything that we build up to that we have a blind man leading these horses and stuff. And like we know it right away. <laughs> horses leading the blind yeah. man. <laughs> horses leading the blind man. You'd be better off asking the horse. <laughs> He's like, Wait, what? You can't you're blind is like fuck. <laughs> He's like, great. You know, I think I'm doing all this myself and yeah. then here we yeah. go again. He's like and he even says, I see you. Yeah. You know? And it was perfect. And so, when the blind man sees you, you know. I was so like, oh like, man, yeah. this is all setting up and I was like that's when it was like slowly I was like, they're really gonna do this. Because yeah. all last season we talked, we didn't think Ragnar was going to make it to this year. Yeah, but, no, I know. And, and uh, I, we were wondering what, what the hell is the show going to do without him. And we were really worried. And I mean, God, we'll we'll get there, I guess. But in a lot of the shots, like of him in the cage, yet again, like the camera work here, and you know, swooping through all the trees and stuff, like it kind of took me back to uh, the Leonard, the Revenant, like we're in the woods and stuff, and a lot yeah, of that the Revenant yeah, scenery I get there. And then even like the scene where he's. In the middle of the man, and one of the guys is like going up there, is going to touch him. Oh, and he I pretends love, to bite him. And he I grabs love him. that scene, and the guy's like, ah! <laughs> loses his oh, shit. Like he's just because like, he had the finger in the mouth. And it was like, oh, I want to take it. I want to take it. It was like, oh, oh. I thought yeah. he was going to bite it through. Like, I really did. Yeah, no, I, I was like, you know what? He just terrified this guy. He just sold his armor, you know. And then, like, what was something? He's like, I heard you're eight feet tall. You eat children and. Yeah, there was some few of those. And he's um, like, ah, I just don't eat children. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, the first one's true. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> man, like I, I loved it. And I loved like just how fearful everybody was of Ragnar, even though he was so broken. Oh, see, I love that about the blind guy. He's mm-hmm. like, he says, you know, all these men around you. It's like my senses are so heightened. Yeah. Like everyone around us right here is full-blown terrified of you. And, I mean, you could see it. Oh, yeah. 
And he says, if you could do me a favor, go ahead and tell me how you're planning on escaping. <laughs> you know? And he's like, I'm not going to escape, you know? But still, I was like, man, this is really cool. They did a really good job with that part. Yes. You know? I was just like... I, I just love the just the way they shot it, like you say, through the trees, through, you know, where the blind man's in focus and Ragnar's out of focus, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, man, this is really cool. I mean, they were just doing so many neat and just different things that... You could just money well spent. Yes, and that no one else is doing. And yeah. then, like yet again, they're taking full advantage of filming in just such a beautiful place. Right. And so they're pulling them to Elon. Yep. All right. We get the handoff. I am no fan of Elon. No. Um, Never have been. Chubby douche. Um, but he's also super like vindictive. Um, so they get him. It's like immediate. They start fucking with him. They're torturing them, kind of. How long are these spears? First off, how are they not slicing his feet to yeah. pieces? Because like, there's no way like, I would have had the stanima to continue dodging these spears. Yeah. It's like whack-a-mole. Yeah, it's like as soon as like, <laughs> I'm going to grab the top of the cage, hold on for as long as I can, yeah. and then I'm just falling on those things, and there's nothing else that you can do <laughs> about like, it. Let's just go ahead and cut my foot open, and yeah. I'll just bleed out. <laughs> Or just reach down and grab one and pull it up and stick yourself. Yeah, just, I'm ending this now, guys. Yes, like, talk about stupid. ending on your own terms. I'm not going to be tortured. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and then I start, know where I'm ending here. Yeah. And then they start throwing like, the fire with it, too. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Burn his feet after you've stabbed his feet. Um, Let's so colorize those wounds. Those hot bars are just burning the shit out of him. Um, so, yeah. So, he gets all that. They pull him out of the cage. They're strangling him. They're beating him. Burns him with a hot poker. Oh, and like he's like trying to get him to repent and everything. And this thing is beyond glowing hot. <laughs> and sticks it to him, you know, expecting the scream, you know, anything. And yeah. Ragnar, in true Viking fashion, just eats it. You know, yeah, he just he holds it there for two or three, no, like a minute. Uh, yeah, it seems like I mean, it felt like forever. This would like melt into your body. Yeah, like I mean, you're touching bone at this, this point. It's magma you're touching. <laughs> And Ragnar just sits there, like, I mean, just, like, eats the pain and just looks at him, like, you think I'm going to break? And then yeah. just, like, takes this knife and does a cross into his forehead. Yeah, <gasps> not even, like, a straight cross. It's like a laying on its side cross. Yeah, like, a disrespectful just cross. Horrific wounds in his forehead. And it goes into the eye, and I was like, yeah. And oh. then he stabs him in the rib, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He sticks him in the side. Right, I thought at least. I mean, it might have just been the magma knife that melted into his side, but maybe no, he, he just punched him in the wound where he was burning. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But I thought he stabbed him. I was like, oh. I yeah, mean, it was brutal. Like, I mean, how Ragnar's, and then Ragnar just walks back to his cage once again. Though crown of thorns, Ooh. cutting up the forehead. He gets the spear in the side, basically. Yeah, you know, which is the burn. It's like it's all. Adding up to, like you said. It's all adding up to the Jesus thing to me, right? Yeah. And then we kind of get like a small break to where Eckbert. Eckbert's, you know, basically kissing his wife goodbye like he was going to go die. I I honestly thought he was going to go kill himself or something over grief. But instead he goes, he puts on Athelstan's robes Mm -hmm. and follows. Walks. And walks the whole way barefoot to where... He knows that they're uh, going to be yeah. killed. So yeah. I was like, well, that's really cool. And i tell you what, Eckbert looked like shit on the beach. He did. Like he was going to die. But then he made it to the part where, you know, where he's about to, where Ragnar's about to die. He looked all right. 
He still didn't look good. Didn't quite explain all that, but <laughs> I, he still wasn't looking too good in my eyes. Not but top notch, <laughs> still he looked borderline dead. On yeah, the but uh, and then we have like the ale cut scene, you know, where he's praying to God, and this is where I think Ale's pretty much sealed his own fate. He's like, "Use me as your instrument. Let me be your power and everything." Yeah, he's got too much pride. He's yeah. like too. Um, what am I thinking of? Like he's, um. <sighs> He's too uh, happy. Like, I mean, thinks I too high of himself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like he's putting himself on God's level, right? Equal to him per well, se. Well, he's like he thinks God's working through him. Yeah, you know, to do this. And you never trust those people. Like you never trust people who believe God's plan is exactly what they want. And that's how Ale feels. Yeah, especially when it's something like, "Hey, kill this guy." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. But you're not reading that book right yeah. now. <laughs> I think you're misquoted a paragraph. We're not or two. talking self defense here or nothing. <laughs> uh, this dude's being tortured in a cage before you kill him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, agreed. And also, I think, I mean, I think the only reason why this episode got a 9.8 instead of a 10 was when they, the entire group was doing the Lord's Prayer. Ragnar didn't join in. I really felt they missed something to where like he would have just like <laughs> stood up and finished like the last half of it or something to just really spit on everybody and be like, I know your prayers. I know your rules yeah. and gods and stuff. But I think he wouldn't because like I said, he was trying to sell the Valhalla thing, remember? Yeah. So it's not like he don't want to confuse people. He wants people to think he's dying full-blown Viking style. Well, no, like, I mean, I wasn't saying like he was saying it like with them or anything. Like, no, no, was, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But to even consider that he would know that. Because remember, he, he doesn't get like baptized and stuff till way later. Well, and no one knows that he gets baptized right. outside of the Vikings and Athelstan just because he's the right. one who did it in private. So if you're still just living off the legend of Ragnar, yeah. no reason for him to know that prayer. You know what I mean? I suppose, but man, like when I was watching it, I I, I just thought, (laughs) man, that was something that I thought it really missed. But I mean, like you said, you know, playing on the lore and everything, why would he know it and stuff? But but then, you know, we get his speech. My speech would have been a little bit different. I don't know about you, but being inside the cage was bad enough. (laughs) I thought they were burying him alive. I I did too. That's what I thought was going on. I was like, guys, look. I agreed to let you kill me. You know, you can do this and stuff. <laughs> I came but, to you. <laughs> yeah, but bury me alive? Like, you you think this is fair? Like, this yeah. is what your religious really telling you to do? Let's just go ahead, lock me off, you know, call it even. Yeah. Just light me on fire yeah. if you have to. <laughs> Literally anything but buried alive. <laughs> oh, uh, we're, we're dropping stakes? No, guys, I, I got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> yes, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he gets up there and he gives what probably was a very good speech. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, calling Odin, you know, I can't wait for the Valkyries to come and bring me up to Valhalla. You know, I'll be drinking with my, you know, battle mates. Yeah, you know, waiting for my sons and so I can relish in their stories of triumph and everything. Eckbert's down there smiling it up. Eckbert, like, he 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 might have stolen the throne from uh, Travis Vermeil of just silent acting. Like, oh, cause I great. mean, there was tears coming out. Like I saw remorse, guilt. I, mean, I saw everything, but also like a, immense pride. Yes. in the fact that he followed through on what he was saying he was going to do. He and, knows he's destroyed up there. Oh yeah. But the fact that he got up, gave that Valhalla speech, he's, he was like so proud. And like, you know, like, like you said, like you see the, like the hidden smirk that's like, yeah, 
Ragnar's kid's about to come, and he's going to take care of Ale for me. And he's like, I couldn't be happier in this moment, but I yeah. couldn't be sadder that, you know, are we calling them necessarily adversaries at this point? You know, like Egbert almost like friend. No, I think Egbert's like happy that he backed the right man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he's like, I chose correct when I picked my adversary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is the guy... That if somebody was to take me out, this is the guy I'd want it to be. I would have been happy to die at his hand. Well, I, mean, I would have been happy to die, but I would have been grateful yeah. knowing that I lost to a better person. Yeah, to uh, or at least an equal. Yeah, you know, in my eyes, you know what I'm saying. So, I think you know, it was him making peace with the fact that he didn't want to send Ragnar to his death. That's not how he wanted him to go. I think he feels like Ragnar's supposed to die. In battle, yeah. you know, doing what he's supposed to be doing. So, I don't know. It was just really cool. And then, you know, for Elon to just jump in, may God have mercy on your soul, blah, blah, blah. Just trap door drop. Did not see this coming. I was just in so, the slightest. Was, uh, yeah, I was like, wait, what just happened? And then, well, I th- for a second there, I was like, is he just dead in the bottom of this thing? Is, oh, because I'm like a pitfall. That was a thud. Yeah, he waxed down. And I mean, what do you think? That's like 30 feet? Pretty good drop. Yeah. I mean, he's high up from the ground, and then that thing's like 10 feet into the ground. Yeah. I'd say a minimum 20 feet. A minimum <sighs> 20 feet drop. Yeah. Um, But he's on down there. Yeah. And he's, of course, he's surrounded by non-poisonous snakes. Just had to point to Are you snake expert? Well, I just like how they always put in boa constrictors. Yeah. Pythons and stuff, and they're always biting people, and it's just like, come on, guys. Have him wrapping him up and yeah. choking his ass out. I mean, if you want to do it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's make it to where, you know, it's an unpoisonous snake. I'm just going to crush your bones. Yeah. I mean, and, I think it's cool, obviously, to show these big ass snakes in there, but I'm like, but they're, like they're not poisonous, bro. Well, even if it is a pit of snakes, like, that's not really the most, because they're not going to, like, gnaw at you or anything. Like, snakes eat their food whole. Like, why? Well, I don't know. Because, I mean, it's poisoning like, them is yeah. what it is. I mean, it's just like one of those things, like, they're gonna leave a body, like because I mean, like it's just gonna slowly decay or something. Really, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Ragnar's gonna drink their blood <laughs> and eat their flesh to oh. survive in that hole for three days and then rise again. I was fully convinced that we were initially just gonna see him just start biting snakes heads off. <laughs> like, I was like, oh. but I mean, I did like that they use snakes because Loki, you know, huge with snakes and everything in his lore, yeah, and actually has a snake child. So, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I honestly thought that Eckbert, when he comes back at the end, was just going to open up the damn doors and pull him out of there like, thanks, brother. That shit was bad in there. (laughs) I wanted that to happen, but I truly believe, like, from the start that Ragnar was dead, just because I didn't see him having the will to want to live. Like, I mean, I almost truly believe that a person can survive anything as long as they want it enough. Yeah, I agree and with that. I see Ragnar as like a 90-year-old man who's lived his life. Like he was just falling into the abyss and accepting. And he had no more fight. I understand. But but no. you got to admit, I've laid out some strong Look, points for the Jesus you, you know, comparison. You've laid out some great points. And initially, I, I was upset that you were like, no. Like, I think he kind of, like something might still be happening and stuff. But now you have me like, if they bring him back like this, I'm not going to be that mad. No, you, you can't know? be mad if he's back. Yeah, like I mean, I think that they've laid some really good groundwork for it. And 
But I think the most likelihood, if we do see him again, is through, like you said, the Athelstan kind of things. Like, you know, he's almost in purgatory. Like, we I don't agree. really see, we see visions of him and stuff. And kind th- of guiding Ivar. Yeah. Possibly. And I think that just because, I mean, are, are we done with the episode? Like, I mean, I kind of want to talk, I don't know if you saw, like, the trailer or anything. No, no, let's, let's, yeah, we're kind of done with the episode. Yeah. Obviously, it's a massive moment in a show that we love. That if Ragnar is truly dead, which all points yeah. point to that way, um, it was done beautifully. Like I mean, last year when we were talking about this, we didn't think the show could survive without him. We didn't think they could show could survive, but that's before we met full blown Ivar. Yeah, um, and uh, we were in a weird Rolo state where we weren't liking him and everything. And now Rolo might be losing his family, going back Viking status. Yeah. So I am happy about that. I mean, and there was a lot of questions and stuff, but I mean, it was also just Ragnar's so good. Oh, he's fantastic. And I mean, to kill off your main character and by far your best actor, and to me, almost kind of be joyous in the way it happened is something that I've never seen on a show before. I just, I don't know. I'm just, it's it's weird because I'm like, it's awesome they did it. It's fantastic, but I still hold out hope yeah. that what I'm saying is is true. And, and that if he is brought back, boy, what a religious conundrum he'll be in then. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, well, who brought me back? Oh, you know? man. It's really going to throw a wrench into everything that he believes at that moment. Right. Because I'm not sure there's a big resurrection lore as far as viking viking religion but definitely a big lore and you know christian yes lore, so you know i mean as, as you're saying you know they've laid out the groundwork for him to almost be jesus it's just like exactly so you know obviously not the same path jesus led but yeah. still you know the way they killed him it was just i mean it's too many similarities i mean outside of putting them on the cross it's there yeah definitely but, but anyway, I, so, I mean, you mentioned the trailer that I talked about or showed you like right before, like the tribute to Ragnar, you know, in yep. it, Floki talks about, I built the boat that brought you to fame. I'll build the bro- boat to take you to your heaven. Right. And so, you know, it's interesting to see Floki accepting that there's a good chance he's going to heaven instead of Valhalla. And, you know, them, everyone kind of believing that Ragnar is dead. Well, if you remember back a few seasons ago when that scene was... You know, when they're all mm-hmm. sitting on Ragnar's supposed coffin. Yeah. You know, and and, and talking to him like he can't hear him. Um, you know, it was just really cool. And Floki, of course, take you back to your heaven. That's after he had killed Athelstan. Yeah. And, you know, it's almost like he had come to not, not like a, a happy moment or even a acceptance that Ragnar would choose Christianity, Christianity, true, true, over the gods. But you know, it's yeah. like he was just almost like uh, spitefully saying, "Yeah, you know, I'll no. send you where you want to go because I love you." I don't know. I, I'm gonna have to find that and see if I can put it, post it too. Because I mean, like, I've never seen a video that made me want to rewatch a show as much as that video did. Oh, it's fantastic! I mean, there were so many scenes that I had just completely forgotten. Yeah, you know, it was like I don't even remember that happening. <laughs> Um, but, oh, and like throughout these two episodes, there's a lot of flashbacks of young Ragnar yep. and everything. Yep. I didn't realize how much they made Bjorn look like him. 
like Bjorn has like followed, copied Ragnar's like exact like look on the way up through power. I've forgotten how badass Ragnar used to look. Oh my god, he used to look like a real badass. Like when he had the ponytail and everything with the not so wiry beard. Man, yeah, the wiry beard's not working for him. No, but. Still, I mean, like the less tattoo, like he looked way fiercer with less tattoos. You don't say that about many people. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, remember because we are fake Vikings. We yes. talk about, you know, they look a little different, but but I mean, just kind of yeah. over tatted. <laughs> so much, like so many face tattoos and everything. Like, I, I can't believe that there was just that many. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, but, I mean, I we really could just be raving about Ragnar for just so much longer, but absolutely no. But we're gonna shut it off before we get too uh, infatuated. With yeah, it. but I mean, so the next uh, this was one of the few times I've actually seen a trailer, so I'm a little excited to talk about it a little bit. Was yeah, uh, I mean, it looks mainly focused on Bjorn's storyline, which is weird. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I mean, but we have stepped away from them for a couple episodes. So we have, it's but a, I think it's a good breather from Ragnar's death. To go to that. Yeah, but I mean, it's like one of those Walking Dead things to where we're pushing it off. It may not even be a whole episode breather. As long as it's not the whole episode, because I definitely, I, I just think that that's a weird cliche or something to just like kind of skip over it for an episode. Possibly. We'll see. I mean, I, it's, it's a, it looks heavy Bjorn. Yeah. You know, which but, I mean, I'll be, I, I just wanted the full acknowledgement of like the Ragnar, like sit, get, let, let's get all this out of the way. Agree. But agree. you know, we're, like you said, the rating on the Mediterranean looks fantastic. Oh yeah. Super looking forward to seeing Rolo. Yes. Wielding a weapon again. So. And Bjorn's looking like full on BA. Let's do this battle stuff. Yeah. And the obvious thing that we always talk about, the fake Viking brothers, being double crossing assholes and it looks like they're finally like maybe like word got out and that's why they're like hey you know we need to take care of these lothbrocks if i'm ever going to fulfill my dream of being king correct so you know maybe word somehow reached the mediterranean or and they just coincide lothbrook yeah i would think so because they're br- he's ragnar's brother ever heard rollo's last name i mean they're blood brothers i couldn't think of him being anything else don't mean they had the same dad that's true I don't know. <laughs> He's got Ragnar wouldn't have cared that much about a half brother. Fuck, Bjorn cares about his half brothers, eh. and they're like the worst kind of half brothers. They really are terrible <laughs> half brothers. Like I mean, they didn't even get a good mother. Nah, they did. But I'm just saying, I've never heard Rolo Lothbrook. Oh man, now you're gonna make me IMDb this. I mean, I don't even know if it's got his name. But uh, anyway. I'll be looking forward to that. I hope Rolo destroys those two to save Bjorn somehow, and then they just become buddies. That would be. I mean, that that's our best. Like he, it just has Rolo. It doesn't even have. A yeah, last I told name you. Or, I don't think they've ever said his last name. That's interesting. Uh, I like what. Because you know they say that we got to kill these Lothbrooks, and I'm like, okay, so that's definitely Bjorn. That's definitely Lagertha. And does that mean Rolo? But does it mean Rolo? I'm going with yes. Like I mean, probably so. Ragnar just went through too much for him and everything. Yeah, and I think what's going to help uh, Bjorn too, if he's smart enough to listen to Rolo, mm-hmm. is Rolo now knows the political side of ruling of ruling and stuff. So he'll be able to spot, you know, shitty dealings yeah. between the brothers. And I mean, I hope they give. I mean, they gave Rolo so much more 
character and stuff than we had ever seen. Like they just gave it to Rolo. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully they just give this aspect. Like you're being able to point out to him. Agreed. And I hope my biggest fear though is Rolo gets killed because Rolo's new show is about to come out. Man, I don't think because I honestly think we're going to lose Lagatha. I don't know, man. Thing is, like I said, Rolo has a whole nother television show. He does. Out. Yeah, taken for those who. He's not Liam Neeson in this one. No. It's our boy Rolo. Which, I love him to death, but man. Eh, I mean, whatever. It's weird seeing him with the short hair. and Yeah. But anyway, we're not going to get too deep into this crap. We're going to call it a night. But, but super we have, pumped to see, you know. We have the Ivar challenging Lagatha to a single combat. That's in the trailer. I look forward to this. I'm and, curious to see if it happens. And Lagatha asking the seer. If she dies to Ragnar's child, and is so, that what she says? Do I die of a from a child of Ragnar? Yeah. Okay. And so I mean, it leaves the door open to many of his children and stuff. But I, I just want to ask if Ivar does kill Lagatha, like able to do it, it does happen and all that. What happens between Ivar and Born, Bjorn? Probably wouldn't be good because I mean. Bjorn loves Lagatha, I would say, more than Ivar even loved Aslog. I mean, oh, there's a real connection there. Definitely. I think Ivar loves his father. He definitely loves his mother. Yes. But Ivar truly loves Ragnar uh, and just wanted Ragnar's respect. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the same with Bjorn. You know, loves his mom, but wanted really? the respect of yeah. Ragnar so much. So I mean, but we definitely know Bjorn will do anything for Lagertha. Yes. So that this is surprising, you know. It, it'll be interesting. There's a lot to go on, and it's just amazing that a show can kill the best actor and the most important character on the show, and have me pumped for the next episode. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just something that you you don't see. Yeah, it'd be kind of, I don't know. It'd be cool if Lagertha said something about like, like wrote a letter yeah. to Bjorn, like, "Hey, if I die, I died right where I wanted to be. Do not take vengeance on whoever." I knew right. the consequences of my actions. Yeah, something like that. That's a good way for Lagertha to go. I think she doesn't need to be revenged. No, because to be honest with you, she did a pretty shitty thing. She not even sure if she wants to be revenged. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's necessarily the case. You know, so so I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll look forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to Wednesday. And of course, just the fact that I have our challengers, that's fantastic. Yep. And we have Floki. I, I mean, I, I, Floki telling the fake Vikings, if you want to kill them, you have to kill me. You know, putting the stand, like, foot in the ground. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, I don't know if it was he was trying to well, save some Mediterranean people or if he was talking about Bjorn and Rollo. No, he's talking about Bjorn, I think, because Ragnar's yeah. thing he said to him was, look after my son. So you think like the Vikings had already taken action and Floki was ready to die for Bjorn? I think Floki will do everything in humanly, ungodly possible to protect Bjorn. God, I hope so. Man, I really want it. You want to see Floki with those double axes again? I do. I really, <laughs> really do, man. Because uh, he's the hatchet man, son. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to see him and Rolo fighting again, you know, yeah, seeing absolutely. Prime Bjorn. Oh, I can't wait. 
yeah i'm looking forward to it so i'm super pumped for next you know next this week's episode yeah but uh i don't have anything left oh man that's it Uh, i mean i hope everyone had a happy new year great christmas and everything you know go ahead hit us up on facebook or twitter at bleed tv podcast or feel free to email us at bleed tv podcast at gmail.com you know let us know if you liked it what you didn't like and um anything like that but until next week guys i'm cash i'm jake see ya